The full episode is now available on Patreon. Please see the link in the description for more details. So, uh, Carmine, did you hear about George R. R. Martin at the Hugo Awards? <laughs> I, I, I heard about it, but only from one source. And I'm, I'm so hesitant to discuss this because it's so clickbaity, but it's, it's I feel really like it's clickbaity. Sh- and actually, the problem, uh. the problem is our clickbaity society and, and how real journalism like, is, is dying and clickbaity journalism is like replacing it. And, and that's, the main, that's the main problem here is, is lazy people at their computer doing a story versus a reporter actually going out in the field and interviewing people and going to sources and, and you know, doing due diligence. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that, that's the major problem. With, and it's the big problem with the world. Like, you know, it used to be you go online and I'd be like, oh, what's going on in the country of Algeria? And we could find that information. Now we go online and it's like, it's like Kim Kardashian did this on Twitter, said this, and it didn't go well for her. And then they like post people's responses. And you're like, how, how is this news? Like, you lazy fuck, you did this all from your computer. Like, you never had to leave the house and do, do real research, you know. Um, and that's what, that's what this is. It's, it's, uh, it's lazy, clickbaity people causing problems and, and likely really hurting George R. R. Martin's feelings, uh, which is too bad. <laughs> so on the topic of clickbait, real quick, um, yeah. I just wanted to say, this is what happened a couple of years ago. And this is why we have the yellow dollar sign conundrum that, we, that most of us YouTubers got hit really badly with. It's because... I think it was the New York Times did an article on how PewDiePie is the racist, and he's not. If you've seen any of his videos, even when he was, like, you know, doing all that racy stuff, he was doing it as, like, satire and, you know, as, as a joke. The guy's not actually a racist. And I, I think we're all so quick to point out who's racist without really looking at context. And I yeah. think this is a major thing no, I here. I mean, I think a lot of people think that if they're the one calling out the racism, that they're somehow not a racist. Um, that, that somehow, like, it's not that we shouldn't call out racism when it is actually there. We should. But I think too often people, people are worried that they're racist and they think that the easiest, best way to be not racist is to call out other people's racism. racism. But I, I think in this case, this person was looking for attention and, and, um, and uh, got, you know, chose the wrong target. Um, like really the wrong target. Uh, uh, I mean, maybe we should explain to people what's going on here because we're, right, right. we're going on for, for a bunch of minutes and, and we haven't really explained. So before you do that, um, real quick, just so we're being transparent, Preston's a white man who's Dutch. I am somewhat white. I'm Brazilian. Well, I'm Brazil. American. I'm American. My background is Dutch. Whatever, yes. whatever. We're both, he's white. I'm kind of white. I'm white looking, but you know, yes. I have some flavor, but uh just to be transparent. Yes, we're both we're both you know cisgendered heterosexual white males. Like yes, okay. It's... And Preston's a super liberal. Now you guys can't see him, but I can see him on camera, and he has his pussy hat, his uh, giant L cape, and his Hillary twenty twenty T shirt. So he's super liberal. I'm also on the left, but not as super on the left. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead. What's what's going on here? Um. So George R. R. Martin uh, was one of the hosts at the Hugo Awards. The what and now? at the Hugo Awards. The, what the do they Hugo, do? The Hugo Awards are a uh, you know the big science uh, uh, science fiction 
uh, awards ceremony that happens annually. Oh, um, right, right, yeah. right. In fact, New Zealand Con, the the very convention that he was supposed to be at to be, to finish the Winds of Winter before he got to go, was hosting the Hugos this year. So um, he not only did he miss his deadline, but this other like little little thing happened. Um, and so they they had him uh, announcing some nominees, and he he mispronounced some names of some black um, nominees. And and he also went on praising an old science fiction writer um, who who in his personal life was a racist. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, George. Yeah. Um, That science fiction writer was uh, um, John W. Campbell. Okay. Continue. I'm sorry. Right. Now. Now the thing is, is, is there's when you go into the past, like, you know, lots, lots of people were racist back of course. then. And so it's, uh, I mean, he, he loves, uh, Lovecraft. I mean, he is an unabashed fan of, of HB Lovecraft and Lovecraft, huge fucking racist. Okay. So like, mm. but this is a weird thing, you know? So he was praising this old science fiction writer who happened to be a big old, Horrible, bigot, fascist, racist. Of course. Anyway, yeah. So those are two different issues. Like, one, like mispronouncing somebody's name. And then, two, uh, praising an artist based on their art, divorced from their personal beliefs and politics. Okay. And then I'd say the third thing that the issue of all of this is George's own politics, which are very much integrated into his writing, he is super, super liberal, much more liberal than me, much more liberal than Carmine, um, has been writing stories with female protagonists, gay protagonists, minority protagonists for years. In the 60s and 70s, he was, he was doing this when he was a struggling writer and it wasn't helping him. And he did it anyway because he felt it was important to have uh, female, gay and minority uh, protagonists in his story. Mm-hmm. In stories when no one else was doing this. So, um, so it's funny because okay, he he mispronounced some names, and he praised this old racist <laughs> uh, science fiction writer, and he gets a lot of crap. And I would say not really all, a lot of crap. No, He's, but yeah. I, I I would say that several you know on his Twitter he posted a little apology. Um, he posted a quote from Voltaire saying, you know, hey, we're, none of us are perfect. Uh, I'll, I'll pardon my, I'll pardon your imperfections if you pardon mine. And, you know, dozens, maybe a hundred people who are angry about this issue, which I guess is not that many, were like, you know, apology not accepted, George, you know, stuff like that. So let me get this straight. He mispronounced names. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I mispronounce names all the time. Sure. Um, Sure. He mispronounced names. He praised the science fiction writer because I mean, that guy in his personal life was a racist. And what's yeah. the third thing exactly? Can you sum it down? That, no, that, those, those are the two. But the, That's the, it. Uh, That's the, yeah. he, he didn't like scream, I hate, insert racial slur here. He didn't say that? No. He, no. Did, did anyone catch him like 
killing uh someone that's not white. <laughs> no, no. No, they didn't did, did we did we uncover tweets from 10 years ago where he said he hated black people or something? <laughs> no. I'm I fail to see what what the purpose of this all even is. Ah, uh, I mean, I think it's it's one of these things where someone gets to go, "Haha, this person's doing casual racism. I can write some sort of article or blog post about it, try to get attention." Um and you're, you know, you're, you're probably <laughs> very much in the wrong. In fact, the original person that did this, that uh, accused him um, and wrote a, a long blog post about it, the, the title of, of the blog post is, George R. R. Martin can fuck off into the sun. <laughs> that was the title of it. <laughs> and she, mis she misspelled the very people's names. Oh, really? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> she misspelled the very names that he mispronounced. Oh, but it's just, it's just such, what I say is that it just speaks to such, like, laziness. Like, if you read any of George R. R. Martin's stuff, like, you know that not only is he not a racist, but he goes out of his way, out of his way to... Um, to include uh, minority figures and like focus on their oppressed uh, um, situation and try to sympathize and empathize with them and try to translate that and bring that over to a reader. Like this is this is a huge part of his his writing. Like Jesus Christ, he wrote <laughs> he wrote an entire novel about uh, that was an allegory. To, to slavery uh, using vampires. <laughs> and um, I mean, this, this is fever dream. And I mean, this is a huge thing. Like he purposely wrote this book because he felt that even though he had had minority characters and other things, he felt that he had not properly tackled race and made the proper um, you know, political statements about it. Mm -hmm. And he wrote an entire novel about this issue. Um, about like where Southern racism and those feelings come from um, and, and why people become racists. Um, and that's what Fever Dream is about. Yes, it's about vampires, but vampires are a not at all hidden stand-in for, for black people. Um, and... Uh, well, and, you know, they're, they're also the stand-in for, you know, black people are the stand-in for humans while, while vampires are the stand-in for white people, you know, because many of the vampires in the story want to enslave humans and things like this.